This is so weird. I know. What's so weird? Well, that I'm here. No, not no. that you're here. That Jack's not. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I guess oh. we should kind of like let everyone know what the deal is here. So yeah, first off, we should I think first we should apologize for last <laughs> week. <laughs> oh my god, we are so sorry to our fans. We yeah, had a mishap so, with the audio and uh we recorded a whole episode listen, that is now in the archives of the we lost episodes. We won't point fingers, we won't name names, but someone deleted their audio file for some reason before the episode was out. Let's just say and there's I a reason Jack's not in this episode. <laughs> exactly. He's been fired. <laughs> and uh, No, Jack's on vacation. And uh, yes. this week we've got Christy. Yes. Replacing we got, Jack. We got our criminal K with us. What up? Woo! Our, crimi- our criminal Christy. Oh, yeah, yeah, criminal, criminal Christy. Oh, from from you, we may remember her. She was on our well as my wife, but also <laughs> from being. <laughs> that's how I remember her. But I also, but you might also remember her from our Stanford Prison Experiment episode, and I believe our Neuralink episode. I think you were yeah. on. Yes, we recorded those the same day, so you, you were in. No, on we recorded them two consecutive weeks. And I had to drive up separately. Yes. The second <gasps> week. Did I say that on the pod? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that you remember things that I said on the pod yeah. more than I do. That's fun. That's, uh, no, I feel good. like that's it's always you the case. You don't listen to them. I listen probably more than anybody as <laughs> oh, the person who oh, edits yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's but, true. Yeah, I don't. Everyone else listens to them when they air. Yes, they just get to enjoy them. I have yeah. to slave over them. <laughs> listen, Blood, I had to. Tears on the keyboard. You have to work. <laughs> through them but i had to listen to like every episode to try to find funny stuff for the brain cartoons and that yes, was that, horrendous that's, that's a chore in itself oh that was um, horrendous i'm like how do you guys but, listen to us so that's the first thing we 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 fucked up on the last week's episode we, by losing an audio file and jack was the host of the episode so we couldn't edit around it so you know <laughs> that really made it extra difficult so sorry about that again yeah and so he jack is just on vacation this week it just so happens that that fuck up happened the same as the week before he was leaving for a week-long vacation yeah we didn't so, kick him off the the show don't worry people. yeah he'll be back at some point all those jack but stands also, out there yes but also you might be wondering too we're doing a, something a little bit different this week wait we are um, you probably noticed yeah that bobby hold on did, did you not see the, the text thread about what we're talking about today? No, Bobby? Brent, I didn't even know we were recording today. I thought this was just a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> we're not just talking so No one's heard friends. anything so far. No one's heard any of this so far. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're not doing our normal brain-boggled shtick this week. Uh, we want to do something a little bit different since, you know, when the, the jack is away, <laughs> the bees will play. Yeah, we're two bees um, in a pod now without the J. <laughs> So we're uh, talking about The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, the two of us have both played this game through and through, and uh, Christy is bringing her unique perspective of watching me mm. having played through the entirety of the game. Christy's got a girlfriend so, review, but it's actually a wife yeah. review. She's got a wife review who's going to you know, join us in for this. So yeah, we wanted to do something a little different since you know it's a little bit of a wild card episode this week. We're kind of switching it up a little bit. Figured we'd do something a little mm. fun, a little different. While uh, Jack is off doing whatever he's doing for the next week, yeah. I'm not sure. I already I don't even forget. Know where he's going. He said something, but I already forget. Did he? Yeah. Oops. I, well, I actually, I don't know if he did. I think he might have just said, "I'm going to be away." I don't know, man. He did say he was going to be away. I remember that much, except for the fact that when it came to be the week that he was going to be away, I had forgotten <laughs> that he was going to be away this week. Uh, I was like, "When are we going to be recording?" He's like, "I'm not going to be here." I'm like, "Oh, oh my what god, what are we going to do? <laughs> Miss another week of podcast? We can't do that to you guys." No, we had to give so, you guys something. 
Yeah, so um, I guess just to do our little shtick at the beginning, we're yes. talking shtick, um, I am your Abby oh. B oh. Brent. Whoa, that was so yeah. good. I had to, th- <sighs> I, I spent like 20 minutes before the pod thinking about oh, what shit. my B was going to be. Oh, no, I didn't think of one either, Christy. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to gonna start. I'm just going to throw it out. Here we go. <laughs> I'm your Boston for the first section of the first game be Bobby. That was awful. Okay. I'm so disappointed in myself. Uh, I was going to say, my I, I almost was tempted to give you my backup one, which was, which was my your Troy Baker B. Brent. Who's Troy Baker? He's the actor who performs as Joel in oh. The Last of Us and Part of Last of Us Tool. Oh, that was Joel. more, that was more uh, Arthur. Yeah. But, uh, Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Morgan. Different video game. Alright, Christy, what do you got? What do you got for us? Uh, uh, kerosene Christy? Kerosene Christy? Oh, because maybe with some, yeah, with some yeah. uh, Molotov cocktails? Yeah. 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 I like yeah, it. We're, we're in the middle of our um, second re. We started replaying it again today. Mm. And, um, yeah, we, we kind of got through like the big moment at the start of the game and got into Seattle again. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So you're we'll already ahead of me on my second replay, even though I started my second replay a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, can't get bring through. Yourself to get... What do you mean? I can't get through that like the the big part. But you know what? Before we get into anything, okay, okay. we got to give yeah. a big old spoiler alert. Yes. Or as Jack would do, uh... spoiler yes. alert. All, all all bulletins report or whatever the hell. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about the game and what happens in the game. So if you haven't played it, uh, first go buy a PlayStation. I'm yes. talking to you, Ben. Mm-hmm. Preferably a four. Yep. Four. A three won't work. And a five. Two, it's out. just right out. Just <laughs> definitely won't work. Uh, and then go. PlayStation Classic, what are you even doing? <laughs> just play Crash Bandicoot then. Uh, so, like, yeah, go get it and uh, and play the game first. And if you aren't going to play it for some weird reason, then just keep listening and uh, just yeah. be aware that there's going to be some spoiler talk. So. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of spoiler talk. I think without it's kind of hard to talk about this game without spoiling shit. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're a fan of the series and you played the first game. If anyone's like kind of half listening and they're like, you know, just listening because it said The Last of Us Two, stop what you're doing. This <laughs> is going to be a spoiler talk episode. Yeah. All right, that should have the been attention. out for a while now. The game's been out for a while now, so um, if y- you haven't gone around to it, you should. And if you're not, then yeah, it is what it is. All right. So um, Let's I guess to maybe it. the start, I'll just give like a brief synopsis of like the first game leading into this one, just mm. for those who at home who maybe are just listening to listen and don't know mm. the backstory of this this series. Good idea. So, The Last of Us takes place in a world where we have a sort of zombie apocalypse sort of situation happens. Basically, we start with this character, Joel, and his daughter, Sarah, um, and they're in Texas, and all hell breaks loose. There's some sort of people are, you know, getting this weird infection, and the hospitals are getting filled up, and they all just start busting out and start killing people, and... In all the chaos, Joel's daughter is killed by a soldier. Not even in, a zombie, which is no, the craziest part. She's uh, shot to death in Joel's arms, and it's super sad, and we all cry within the first 30 minutes of the game. No matter cut how many times tw- you play it. <laughs> and cut to 20 years later, Joel has been sort of living this dark life of just being sort of like a smuggler um, in the city of Boston. 
Was it really 20 years later? It was 20, there was a 20 year jump. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, huge. Because Joel was really so, young in the beginning of that game. Yeah. I would guess in his 20s. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard. Uh, now, maybe 30s. It's hard to say. Yeah, it is tough. Because well, his daughter is like what? Sarah is like probably 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's really specified. Well, yeah. Uh, Joel is t- around 28 in the. Uh, in the so he's a oh wow so yeah. he's a young daddy yeah young daddy young daddy um <laughs> <laughs> papa joel in the house but yeah so his daughter dies tragically in the chaos of the world basically descending into a zombie apocalypse but though a little bit different than your typical zombie apocalypse in that it's a fungal infection mm. that takes over people's brains and then slowly over time they like grow like a f- fungus on mm. their bodies the cordyceps so, fungus the, yes which is based on a real fungus that exists in the world uh right that affects yeah. ants and other types of mm-hmm. bugs right yeah yeah you may have seen videos of this like ants sort of like stacking on top of each other to making these like weird mm. sort of like tower like structures yeah and then like having like the fungus growing out of their heads yeah there's like some that where it's like uh i think it's like a giant carpenter ant or something they like go to the highest point possible on like a branch and they'll clamp down with their teeth and like mm. just hold on until they die and then like you said the uh in this case too the, the cordyceps just shoots out of the brain and it almost like it mind controls the ant to bring it up there and spread its spores so that's kind of how it works in this game too right exactly and so, like I said, 20 years later, after the uh, sort of inciting events of the uh, intro of the game, uh, Joel is sent on this mission to deliver this girl, Ellie, who is a 14-year-old girl, to the other side of the country because she's immune to this, you know, fungus, parasite, whatever you want to call it. And she's, like, the only person to this point who has ever been found to be immune. Yeah, yeah. Ew, so over yeah. the course, so over the course of this game, you know, the two of them sort of like bond. Well, she has to deliver them. Uh, she has to be delivered to the the, uh, the fireflies. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the fireflies sort of like give her to Joel to deliver to their sort of like headquarters. I want to say it's in Oregon or something. Uh, Do you remember, Bobby? I don't it's remember. It's in Salt Lake City, I think. Salt Lake City, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Salt Lake City. So uh, you travel across the country together as Joel and Ellie going through all kinds of craziness. And over the course of time, the two of them bond with one another. And Joel sort of like embraces Ellie as sort of like a surrogate daughter Mm. after, you know, losing his daughter. All this obviously super broad strokes. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the game, you get to Salt Lake City to meet up with the Fireflies. And you find out that the only way to create this cure with Ellie would be to kill her. She has to die in order for the cure to be created. And as a result, Joel can't handle it and ends up murdering everybody and taking Ellie back while she's unconscious. And then at the very end of the game, when Ellie asks what happens, he lies to her and says that his, her immunity didn't matter. It, it, it was four knots. There were like tons of other people who were immune. There are other immune too, so it doesn't even matter. And that's kind of where we start at the beginning of this game is well, they, um, have, they set up like you know a home in uh in jackson yeah. which is uh, where um, a brother brother tommy joel's brother now important side note tommy yep. was a firefly it's at, yes. at some yep. point who was joel's brother 
And so that's kind of uh, something to keep in mind while we're talking about this because, yeah, the Fireflies are a very important group that come back. And obviously, if you played the game, you know this. Uh, but the Fireflies, I wasn't expecting them to be as prominent in the second game as they were. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, like, I don't know why. I, I just wasn't thinking, like, that the Fireflies would be in this game at all. Um, Interesting. I don't know. See, I didn't like, expect it. I mean, for me... It wasn't like a big surprise at all because I felt like, you know, this game is, you know, it's even though it's technically a sequel, but it's also like it's part two of The Last of Us. You know, it's not yeah. just like The Last of Us 2 where it's like a whole new story. Mm-hmm. It's like a continuation yeah, it's, of it's the story. One... So me, it made logical sense that the Fireflies, I was almost more surprised in a way that they just like didn't try to like surprise us with it being the fireflies mm. in the end you know yeah like i, I was there's a part of me that was worried that it was gonna be like this like mystery for a really long time um mm. i feel like we're kind of dancing around like the reason why yeah uh, uh basically uh maybe we should rewind back a little yeah, bit. yeah let's go backwards um, we'll we'll kind of finish our <laughs> synopsis so yeah so we get to the start of this game and you know joel has lied to ellie um at the very beginning of this game he confesses to his brother tommy what happens in salt lake city how you know he, he basically massacred everybody yeah he, he took her with him including the doctor by the way who was going to perform the surgery who was supposedly the one person who could create a cure who in the game you have no choice but to kill yeah and that, that's kind of an important detail of the yeah. last of us one is that no there's no matter what, you have to kill that doctor, whether you do it or not. If you don't do it, then the game takes over and kills him for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he confesses to Tommy uh, everything that's happened, and then Tommy basically tells him that you know if he needs him to, he'll take it to his grave. And that's kind of where we pick up. Then we fast forward four years into the future again, and we're following Ellie. Mm-hmm. And all we really know is that it seems like ellie and joel's relationship is strained but we don't really know exactly why i mean you can kind of surmise that maybe it has something to do with the fact that he lied and maybe she knows Mm. or feels like he is we don't really know for sure all we know is that it's four years later they're living in jackson and it's kind of like an idyllic little town you know they've got like this nice community going and uh it's cozy it's pretty cozy yeah yeah, it's, they got a bunch of sweet horses mm. and stuff. They and, got uh, bars. Yeah. They got, uh, yeah, you get to, like, pet a little doggy at the beginning. And, like, <laughs> there's all these cool things. And and uh, just really start to see kind of the uh, transformation back to, like, regular society. Because in mm. the first game, you don't get a lot of that. Um, yeah. And then you kind of start to see that there's, like, oh, there's social gatherings and kids are, like, playing in the snow and you have a snowball fight. You have a snowball <laughs> fight, uh, and then things kind of get more real when you're like, "All right, I gotta go on on my patrol duty uh, yeah. with your crush, <clears throat> whose name is Dina." Dina. Kim, before we get further in, can I just say, "Yeah, I love Dina." Yeah, Dina's a great character. Dina stole the show. Dina is so is so much fun. I love like her and Ellie's like sassy banter yes. with one another like i feel like they have a really fun energy yeah and you can just feel the tension like it's hard to get that right i I feel like uh Mm -hmm. you know sexual tension in like a game um 
Yeah. But, well, I think what The Last of Us has going for it is that the, the animation is, like, so, like, above and beyond, mm-hmm. like, what you get in most games for, like, video game acting, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the eyes. They got that eye movement down. Just the, yeah, just in general, because usually you can tell if a lot of games is just, you know, someone's at the computer punching in the ones and zeros mm-hmm. to get, you know... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. you know like that's the head movements and uh, <laughs> the mouth movements and stuff there might be some mocap going on but you can tell these are like actual actors performing mm-hmm. these parts i love that like some of the the uh facial patterns and everything they're so subtle mm-hmm. that they're very realistic yeah, yeah. like a quick yeah, glance like, of the eyes or something like stupid like that yeah or even just like a blank stare yeah, yeah. like there there's actual emotion in it yeah even mm-hmm. even without like you know, like typical, I don't know, I think of like old style games where mm-hmm. it's like all over the place and like very like anime yeah. Yeah. style. And like, and like usually like the vocal performances is too are more like boisterous and yeah. like dramatic and energetic. Exactly, because you, you have to convey the emotion through the words and not just like with body language. The fact that you get like body language in this game mm-hmm. in like a way that's yeah. effective is like yeah. so unique to this game brent what was that game that you showed me with a really really bad voice acting oh resident evil yes. the first one oh. <laughs> something strange is going on here <laughs> it's like the inflections are so bad it's so funny i hope jill's not dead <laughs> it's like what, <laughs> what? yeah so what this is these? like the opposite of that um uh. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely it's so good so yeah, so we get we meet Dina and they're going on their patrol and everything. And then I also I just have to hmm? say I also just love like the dynamic between the three of them between oh Dina, Jesse Jesse Dina Ellie and Jesse. I yes. love Jesse. Yeah. I love Jesse. Jesse like, is so good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. No. It's good. It's, it's we're kind of jumping around. I, we won't do like a full like plot synopsis. I don't think of the second game. I just kind of want to get get to like the big moments yeah. so that we can kind of like move on from there and actually open up the conversation a bit. Yeah. So. So yeah. So you also meet Jesse. Jesse is Dina's ex boyfriend slash just like a buddy of uh, Ellie's from Jackson and. He seems to be kind of like the one of the leaders of like the patrols or whatever. So he teams you up with Dina to go on a patrol. And so you go to do that. And then we cut to a new character who we've never seen before. And who initially is unnamed. She's with a group of other people sort of living out of like some abandoned cabin or like mansion-y type lodge or something. And she's jacked. That's probably like one of the first things <laughs> yeah. you notice about her. She's like this ripped, imposing-looking. She's woman. a bodybuilder. Actually, yeah. uh, I actually didn't think she was that ripped. Really? In the first, mm. in the first part. Oh, interesting. It seemed like she was more so. I don't know if that was just my interpretation, but even replaying the beginning mm-hmm. over, it seemed like she was fit mm-hmm. and maybe like low like body fat, but not like. Not ripped. Well, Not she hadn't like been to the gym in a while, fit. you know. Mm-hmm. She tra- She just traveled yeah. a, a pretty long distance. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I could do that. I oh, think, do I need to? Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, so, like, I, I can either see you and him yeah. going here, or I 
can't see anything because the microphone gotcha is yeah sorry i'm coaching christian on her mic microphone discipline <laughs> i was getting a little far from the mic oh yeah, i'm I, sorry well i want to be i know i know i know this this it's setup so is tricky i mean christy I like i, I can feel your this up? i can like really feel your presence yeah, sure. even if you're not in the shot so like one thing that i wanted to kind of quickly address while we're on this part of the game when when i first started playing this game and i we got to the this new person who we should i guess introduce her, her as abby um that's her name uh i was totally convinced that it was ellie's mom and that this was in the past just because of all the speculation from the teasers and the trailers but yeah so we meet who we find out is abby um at, at this you know lodge or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. and She's here for like a group of friends or whatever, and we don't really know what's going on with them initially until we see that they f have found the town of Jackson. They're like kind of like off in the hills, and they're having this sort of like weird cryptic conversation where they're like looking for somebody, and they're like trying to figure out how they're gonna get in. And you're like, oh, well, this doesn't sound very good. Yeah. So and then at first, I, I thought it was like them trying to like figure out how they can get in without being killed. You know, because right. everyone's hostile, but that's not right. really the case. So you thought that they were trying to, like, they maybe heard about Jackson, and yeah, trying to like join the the community. Yeah, the first time I played, that was kind of the vibe I was getting. But it's amazing how once you play the game and then go back and replay it, everything is different. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so then from here, we're kind of cutting back and forth between Dina and Ellie, where they're sort of going on their patrol, and we're kind of getting more of their little meet cutie kind of like, you know, <laughs> romance budding situation going on, yep. and then we're cutting back to Abby, and who we find out, this guy, Owen, and she's kind of like, seems very, like, hell-bent on, like, getting to whoever she's trying to find in Jackson, so she kind of abandons him and kind of goes off on her own. And we're cutting back and forth, back and forth. And eventually, you know, kind of, but we got like Abby, or not Abby, sorry, Ellie and Dina, they hook up at this like bookstore. Because they get caught. Yeah, they get caught in a Was blizzard. Is it a library? Is it, I thought it was a bookstore. It looked oh, yeah. like a Barnes and Noble type oh, okay, place. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah, but the, basically it's like a little hideout from like a former member of their crew, this guy, Eugene, I guess, who had passed away at like 70 or something like that mm. and eugene was a firefly too yeah 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 that's where we you know hear that like tommy and him were both former fireflies um and then they find his like little secret room in the basement that's like just full of like marijuana and porn and all kinds of weird <laughs> stuff and then we have a nice you know dina and ellie hook up and all that and then we cut back to abby and then she gets overwhelmed by like a like pack of runners and clickers and all that infected if you will and in her flee to escape them we encounters tommy and joel who are on their patrol and they save her and they save her life and in the process they reveal their identities and you can tell right in that moment that she knows who they are yeah and everyone in the room looks well actually no yeah she, oh, well, she's no, not in the room yeah. yet this sorry before, yeah. yeah so like this is you know yeah. just when abby's meeting joel and tommy yeah. and like, just like the yeah the acting mm -hmm. they were about just, to like, get on a horse and she's like yeah like her just face staring at him yeah. like in like shock yeah yeah and like she like shakes yeah. it off jumps on the horse 
and then they like start riding away from the zombies to like the the cabin that we talked about earlier where all of abby's crew is hanging out and like you know they're kind of based there right so they make their way back there and you know they they get inside the lodge or whatever we want to call it and our joel and tommy come inside to like wait out the storm and they're talking introducing themselves everyone's introducing themselves yep and then the whole room changes as soon as joel Mm. introduces himself and you can just feel it oh yeah and then and then he says something like you You guys sound like you know you've heard of us before yeah and then we turn around and abby says that's because we do and shoots him in the leg joel in the leg with a shotgun oh just destroys his knee oh yeah it's pretty brutal oh and so then we cut back to ellie um jesse has found at well uh, i mean it basically cuts back after abby starts beating him right with a golf club knocks him out unconscious right so then we cut back to uh ellie and dina they are you know just finished hooking up and then jesse walks in on them and it's super awkward but then he like you know reveals that joel and tommy have not shown up for their uh patrol shift switch so they all run out uh ellie finds the lodge where he is split up yep um ellie search yeah, sorry. Right, no, it's all good. Sorry, I, I'm just like trying to. I'm just like, giving you all these. Little, I'm like trying details. to steamroll know, through sorry. this this recap so that we can open it up more because <laughs> I don't want to just you know recap the whole story or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so Ellie finds the lodge, breaks her way in, and then finds Joel in the basement being tortured by Abby and this crew, and but she's un- overwhelmed by them and pinned to the ground, and then painfully has to watch Joel be murdered in front of her eyes by abby with a golf club Mm. and that's sort of like how we start this game is with this event having to view that as ellie i hate it yeah i don't i it's i stopped playing the game a month ago because i was about to get to that part and it Mm -hmm. depresses me so much that i almost can't play it like i know you guys just got through it it's like Mm -hmm. how do you feel right now I mean, I knew it was coming. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was definitely easier the second time. Right. Going through. But I'm also, okay, so I don't know if you want to, if it's time to start opening Let's it open up. it up a little bit more open now. Open it up. Open the coming. gates. Okay. So, yes. so, the first time, I'm just going to give a little backstory. So, the first time we played this, um, if you know us, you know that we just lost our two little baby burps. Mm-hmm. So we had two parrots and we lost uh, the first parrot uh, like three weeks before or two weeks before we started playing this. Like, it Oh was- no, it was like literally I think two days after we started the game. Yeah, because I remember that because- You're talking about Pee Wee, right? Yeah. Yeah, Pee Wee, we started this game and then Pee Wee passed and then we, st- Stop playing it for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I just remember, like, we didn't want to play it. Yeah. That's all I remember. We didn't want to play it because, like, we were just, like, already so down. Yeah. And then, like, we started playing it and, like, or we, I say we, 
he played it, <laughs> right? Like he controlled it. Mm -hmm. I basically was the annoying backseat, you know, <laughs> to tell me that, tell me driver. when I miss like yeah, crucial yeah. supplies like, and hey, stuff, which I do a lot. Drawer over here, or there's a gun, or there's whatever <laughs> equipment, mm -hmm. or oh, you need to grab that rope over there and mm -hmm. swing it over into this window or mm -hmm. whatever. Like I'm usually like the like um, helping me see the shit that I don't see. <laughs> But Dang, also, I, wish I, had I just that. give you a lot of feedback that you probably don't want. No, but it helps me. Like a lot of times, I just miss stuff because you get tunnel vision when you're playing a game, yeah. and like yeah, you just don't notice things going around like the peripheral. Or like people, right? Yeah, right. Like, so he focuses on scary stuff, and I look at the puzzle stuff. I look at the periphery. It's teamwork. Anyway, yeah. Hmm. So it's fun for me. I get to do the fun parts, yeah. which is like the puzzly stuff. Anyway, so yeah, I I didn't want to play it because it was just too dark. Right, mm. like, and I was like already in a dark mood, and I didn't right. really want to. No, that's exactly where I was too. Yeah, and for that's sure. why we just like didn't didn't even turn it on. But then we started playing it, and like, it's it's very like violent, and you know Ellie and like all the main characters that you care about are all like very upset and angry about it, and mm. obviously like, you know what happens in the first, you know game, like. At the end, I believed that Joel did, like, what his only choice was, mm -hmm. right? Like, obviously, if you're not Joel, then, like, you could choose to sacrifice this one girl who's not your daughter. Right. Right? Like, you don't, you know, yeah, you can, like, come to know her and, like, care for her, but, you know, sacrificing her is going to save, potentially, civilization. Mm. And so, like, you know, if you're removed... Or if you're doing your job, then, like, you know, even, even like, a doctor in that situation, like, they can, you know, make the utilitarian perspective of, like, s sacrifice this one person, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, make but judgments like I also, not based on your feelings. I am, yeah. yeah. But I also, like, you know, emp empathize with him. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, he felt like I, I got it, mm -hmm. you know. And I kind of saw, like, there are going to be, like, repercussions for that, you right. know. But anyway... I cared about Joel, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, like, I didn't want to see that happen to him. So right. I was upset about it. Right. Um, and I didn't, you know, and I, I did, I was in a, maybe, like, a bad place mentally to play this game because I I wanted just, like, or maybe a good place to be able to play it. I just wanted, like, all these people to die. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Like, you're going through, and, like, I was very desensitized to it. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I just, like, brought up basically mm -hmm. is when it turned over and you had to play as abby mm -hmm. post joel death yeah yeah i was pissed me too i did not want to play as abby mm -hmm. i did not give a shit about abby yeah. and i was i was pissed that yeah. the, the game was forcing me to empathize with someone that i did not want to empathize with yeah and like usually that's not me like usually like i want to see all perspectives i want to have like a holistic view you know of like the world i don't want to be angry or like whatever and so this game made me like really question my mental state yeah when i first when he was first playing as abby because i was like why do i hate her yeah. so much mm -hmm. like i knew just from the acting just from like the 
bits and pieces of the storyline, like I knew that she had suffered as much as Ellie had suffered, mm -hmm. and yet I hated her. You didn't care. You didn't want to know. That's where I yeah. was. I was like, you know, they, they put you down this very specific path as Ellie watching Joel die, and you're on a revenge mission. And, like, I know you guys went through, like, a really dark time in your real life when you played this. Um, but even for me, like... I was, I felt the same way when I was like playing as Ellie in the beginning. Like I was on a mission to kill everyone. Like I remember specifically remember like normally I hate like slitting throats in video games. And every time I like killed a person as Ellie, I was like, oh yeah, like go to hell, you know? And I, I'm not, I'm normally not like that. And you know, maybe it has something to do with this year being a terrible year and just all the bad stuff that's happened. Um, but I feel like it also could just be like a really well told story where it's just like puts you in this position where you have no choice but to feel anger and then they just right. flip it on you in the middle. There's like mm, yeah. now you're the person that you're mad at. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. I was fine with playing as Abby for a second. I was like, Oh, okay, like it'll just be a quick thing. And then when yeah. I realized I had to start getting upgrades, I was like Oh no. What the fuck? Yeah. That was, that was my reaction. I was like, fuck this game. Same. Like, I, I almost not, stopped playing. I, was, I know. I was so upset about it. Like, I I had like a rant mm -hmm. to Brent. Like, <laughs> like when he was done like playing or not even like, mm. I think he needed like a bathroom break. Mm. And I like followed him and I was just like, rah, 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 like ranting <laughs> about it. Because mm. I was like, you know, they should have set it up where you played a little bit of Ellie and a little bit of Abby. Because you needed to, like, like ease me into it. Yeah. But this whole, like, intense, like... Because, I mean, it basically got you up to the climax of the story. Yeah. In my mind, right? Mm -hmm. On Ellie's side. And then they brought it right back to the beginning. And you got to start all over with Abby. And I was like, fuck, that's stupid. Like, it should have yeah. been a little bit, little bit, you know, back and forth. So that you get both perspectives evenly, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and and that was my biggest gripe about it. Mm. But in another way, it was beautifully done in that it was so intense. I think the way, for if I can jump here for yeah. a second, yeah, I think they had to do it the way they did it, yeah, because you. I feel like the magic of this game is the impact yeah. of that. And Agreed. as much as as painful as it is and that, how ang much ang anger you feel like yeah. having to like see this through this person's eyes, I don't think it would land the same way if you were getting bits and pieces throughout. Yeah. I think forcing you to like really have to go on this Immerse. journey journey with her. Yeah. And kind of like realize that her journey is literally just like sort of the tail end of what Ellie's journey is. Yeah. Like, you pick up her story, like, her story, Abby's story is sort of Ellie's story at the end where she's been on this sort of, like, mission to get revenge for the death of her father, who is the doctor. Yeah. Um, by the way, we haven't mentioned that yet, but yeah. the doctor, if you played this game, you know the doctor who Joel kills, who was who going to is, make the cure. Yeah, who was, is the only person who was capable yes. of making a cure. Yeah. Or at least that's the way that the game... The, the, the game you know. frames it. Yeah. Um, he, he's, it's, she is the daughter of that doctor, and so she has been on this journey that sort of Ellie starts in on at the beginning of this game mm. of trying to find this 
mystery Joel who came through and just like murdered all these fireflies and basically caused them to dismantle and killed her father. That's a really good point. It's like almost the same story. But and then the thing that we get when we get to Abby's side of it is that we see how hollow that revenge mission is. Yeah. She gets there, she finds him, she kills him, but she d- doesn't make her feel better. Yeah. She still has nightmares every night about her de- the death of her father and she doesn't feel any better and it's destroyed like her relationship with Owen who we find out like Owen and her were former, you know, lovers and that fell apart we don't exactly know why but it's pretty safe to assume based on like what we've seen what we see in her story that her obsession with getting revenge revenge Mm -hmm. ruined these relationships and Mm -hmm. then her carrying out the revenge kind of destroyed a lot of the relationships too like with mel and a lot of these other people and this she gets her what she wanted and it doesn't do anything it isn't until she like kind of like finds like a bigger purpose you know later in the game with like lev and yara that like mm. the nightmares finally stop you know and i just so want to like it, point out to to anyone listening like because i've heard a lot of videos and people talking about the last of us too that hated what they did with abby and hated the, mm-hmm. the switch in the middle and how you have mm-hmm. to play as her i, I just want to make it clear even though it sounds like we hate it uh Oh. oh no yeah yeah, yeah. I, loved I loved it, it. in the end you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i think we can all agree right it was like an amazing yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's no, kind of the magic trick the of the moment, game yeah. in yeah. the moment i hated yeah, it. yeah exactly and but i like yeah reflecting on it because mm-hmm. I, I mean literally in that moment mm-hmm. like we got up mm-hmm. and i just like was you know venting about how much i hated it mm-hmm. and it was uh, but yeah, I mm. do think that as an artistic, mm-hmm. like you know, technique or like goal to make you feel certain, you know, to to, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I feel as like as an impetus that was for the like the uh, carrying you along with two different characters to tell yeah. one story. Yeah. Or I guess two different yeah. sides of one story to tell right. a separate story. <laughs> yeah it's kind of that is really the same story yeah. in a lot of yeah. ways yeah. it's just you kind of realize it but part way through they're like oh this is literally just what ellie's story would be yeah. if she does what abby did exactly yeah. and completely loses herself and her her humanity and everything for this one goal that didn't even make anything better you mm-hmm. know it didn't solve anything if anything it made her life worse i have a question you know? for you guys mm-hmm. now w- at what point do you did you start to empathize with Abby as playing as Abby? Do you remember like what when you started to oh. feel like, oh, I kind of like her now? I mean, the the part that sticks out the most in my head is when we get to the Levin Yara stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's like the probably the most obvious stuff. But I the thing with like Abby is like to me she's like an extremely human character, and mm-hmm. it's like hard not to like understand mm-hmm. why why yeah. she got where she was because I mean we literally just. The, the previous like 15 hours of this game we just watched another character who we already love Mm -hmm. go down the same path that she did of darkness Mm -hmm. and like to the point where at the end of that act ellie literally murders like a pregnant woman yeah you know albeit but sort of by accident seemingly Mm -hmm. i don't think she was like intending to do that but that still happens and like she's like broken by it and then mainly because of you know her her lover dina is Mm -hmm. also pregnant and so mm-hmm. it's almost like she saw Dina in that 
the in Mel. So we were talking kind of about like you know Abby and where you start to um, right, right, right sympathize with her. And, and I had a very specific moment that mm-hmm. I felt was really powerful. Um, it was the the shortcut where you go through the sky bridge, the sky bridge, and you have to face your fear as Abby and and in the game if you didn't play it Abby has a fear of heights and anytime you look down the game like makes you have a panic attack um and it's really well done and i i understand that like as a person who has a fear of heights like my fear of heights isn't that bad but like mm-hmm. i understand like it was freaky that whole scene mm-hmm. and something about pushing through that level as Abby once you finish that once you cross the bridge there was something about it i was just like oh okay i feel safe i'm proud of myself for doing that and like and then i'm like wait a minute do i am i starting to like feel bad for abby because of her fear and feel pride for her for like overcoming it and i think that was the point for me where i started to shift my thought on abby and i was like oh okay uh actually kind of like her now and then there's the whole descent level where you go down the building and uh oh man which was awesome <laughs> oh yeah this the scary stuff but yeah i don't know for me like it i would say it was sooner than that because yeah. i feel like with like the i felt the flashbacks with abby were effective for me mm. maybe not as much the first one like when you first find out that the doctor is her father, father. that to me was kind of like yeah okay like once we knew there were I basically x yeah. fireflies i'm like that's what's gonna happen yeah. but at the same time i was like i didn't need it to be a surprise because i'm like obviously like that makes so much sense like this is like the part two of this story and so why wouldn't it be that you know yeah mm-hmm. but it was just like some of the flashbacks where you get like owen and abby at the aquarium mm-hmm. kind of going through all that and like having these sort of like tender human moments and yet she just like can't quite be fully present for that because mm-hmm. she has this obsession with training and becoming like this warrior yeah who's going to you know kill the boogeyman that is this person who killed her father and it's just like so heartbreaking because yeah. you're like you have this chance that you could just like have a life and be happy if you can like learn to move on but mm-hmm. you just can't do it and we just watched mm-hmm. again you know like to me like the reason why this second half works so well is because of the first half yeah we was like watched ellie kind of descend further and further into darkness and for me it was i know you guys were saying how or you bobby were saying how like you were like get them you know every time you i wasn't i was like oh ellie come on like yeah mm-hmm. you felt like, like she was going down the wrong like path. you don't have to do this like it's yeah. just like this isn't gonna solve anything you know when were you doing that like and like in the beginning in the first half yeah like they're like in like in particular like i think of like the scene with nora when you're in the hospital and she's like oh, basically yeah. like beating her with a pipe and i'm just like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Ellie, like, I mean, mm. she. I get that she wants this revenge, but, like, is this worth it, yeah. you know? Like, all this, like, death and mm. violence, like, is, does it, is it, are you, you're not going to feel happy at the end of this, you know? And I don't know. So, like, when we get to see that Abby has basically gone through that exact same journey yeah. and those flashbacks, I was just like, oh, it's just, like, obviously, you know, like, if you allow yourself to get to that point mm-hmm. where you're just obsessed with this one thing, when you think that one thing is going to solve all your problems and 
when you get it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, yeah. I mean, I know, it's Ellie, hard for me not to empathize with her. Ellie essentially kills Nora the way that Abby killed Joel. You know, there's a lot yeah. of parallels in, in those two mm-hmm. characters. And uh, I kind of know what you mean. Like, when they got to that scene of Nora and Ellie's, like, freaking out after, I, mm-hmm. I kind of felt that was when I started to, like, calm down. I was like, oh, you know, oh, maybe this isn't the best way to deal with this you know mm-hmm. um right so i kind of felt the same way at that point in the game uh because you spend so much time as ellie i mean it's almost like two full video games yeah you know yeah, yeah you basically play like the last of us one twice yeah and then there's another mini game at the end of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> the two-hour game at the end but yeah. yeah so and then like also all the 11 yard stuff like when she you know this that stuff happens post having killed joel and you know f- kind of like yeah we haven't even really talked about the whole about like abby and her crew they're part of this group called like the wolves or the Washington liberation liberation front 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 <laughs> um and they're like at war with this group known as like the seraphites or the scars which is this kind of like odd religious cult or whatever yeah it, i think you're doing the whistling but discord is cutting it out oh <laughs> stupid discord well you'll hear it yeah. when you're editing Yes, but uh, yeah, so there's this backdrop of this sort of like weird conflict and we don't really fully understand it. Like you can sort of piece together a little bit what was going on like through like the notes and shit Mm -hmm. you find throughout the game. But again, it's just sort of this like cycle of violence, pointless conflict that seems completely unnecessary, but they're like embroiled in this war. And so Abby's part of the wolves and then these, she finds these two kids, um, Yara and Lev who are Seraphites who actually save her because um the Seraphites were about to like ritualistically murder her by like eviscerating her or mm-hmm. whatever like they're it's a pretty gruesome scene if you've seen any yeah. of the trailers it they have that scene of like she's being hung and they're like just like disemboweling people or yeah. whatever and then that's like their thing yeah but then Yara and Lev essentially save her from being killed and then that's kind of how they end up teaming up Mm -hmm. and just like the story of her story of it's basically like joel's story at that point Mm -hmm. of like finding these two kids and they become sort of like these surrogate you know siblings siblings or whatever that she's taking care of you know care uh giving someone a reason to uh step Mm -hmm. up and be responsible Mm -hmm. for somebody else other than themselves almost as a distraction or even like a, a crutch to help them um you know get their ducks in a row i don't know it's it's kind of a weird thing i would just go off that and just say like maybe like some uh purpose yeah 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 yeah. that's the word i was looking for because like because i kind of feel like up to joel that had become you know like her maybe her father's like uh goals were like her purpose mm-hmm. initially yeah um and then you know it became about getting joel mm-hmm. and so that changed like her her daily you know life mm-hmm. like yeah. all geared towards like this one goal yeah achieving that and mm-hmm. then once that was done it's like what do i do yeah right. and so yeah so maybe maybe she ha- she was going for a while with like some emptiness mm-hmm. not really knowing you know i don't know yeah no, no I, I that, that, that totally makes sense and it's the funny thing is you kind of realize that like 
the sort of like goals of the wolves and Abby don't really align yeah. at all. Cause like that, you can tell that like, this was just sort of like an end, uh, you know, an ends to a mean or yeah. means to an end yeah. or whatever. Her kind of her it's and her crew still... of fireflies started joining up with them just to like have a place to go. Yeah. And cause like once, yeah, like, you know, said once she kind of like achieves her goal and then, you know, is sort of left empty at the end of it. Once she sees like her friend Owen, who's like having cracks and not sort of like being able to keep going with this war that the wolves are waging against the Seraphites yeah. and being like disillusioned to it all, she kind of like really quickly kind of abandons that, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. like it probably was never important to her to begin with. Right, you know? and you yeah, see, they were just a tool to to achieve. Mm-hmm you know her revenge yeah and like through the game you you read all the notes and you see all the all the information on like isaac who's the leader of the wlf and and how bad of a person he is um Mm. and it's it's just you you start to like realize that this group uh is is almost um they're almost the bad guys in the situation, I mean, the Seraphites are definitely like, s- scarier. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so, go ahead. yeah, so my point, uh, my, what, I don't know if this is exactly what you're going to say, but yeah, go for it. I felt like a big underlying theme is in this game is mm-hmm. like everybody is flawed, mm-hmm. every group is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, this game definitely operates in the gray. There's very little yeah. black and white in this game. Yeah. And every time you think there is, you realize there isn't. Right. You know? Right. So I, I, that's again, you know, kind of like the magic trick of this game. Yeah. You know, of like starting in this one place where you know they do a very good job of making you feel like this anger yeah. and you know being right there with Ellie, and then by the end, they kind of like make you realize that you know that wanting that revenge or whatever is just hollow and mm-hmm. you know that there's humanity in everybody you know and it's and all a matter of perspective and there's cruelty in mm-hmm. everybody and yeah. yeah well i mean even you know you could you could argue too that the last of us one is almost the same thing uh yeah you're yeah. you're playing as Joel. more linear sense yeah yeah there's there's less like other things going on but but at the end of the day a lot of people are like, Joel's not the villain of The Last of Us. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. if you look at it from a different perspective, mm-hmm. then Joel yeah, is the I mean, bad guy. Like, but because did you he have to kill that doctor? Probably not. No. I mean, he he probably could have gotten Ellie out of there without, you know, having to stab a scalpel yeah. into his neck. I, I mean, know, he had a gun drawn on him. He could have shot him in the leg, picked her up, taken her out of there. Yeah. I don't know. All right, but realistically. You just okay. come after her. Suppose that, yeah, if, if this one doctor... Mm-hmm is the only one who can, you know, find a cure. And the only way that he can do it mm-hmm. is with Ellie's brainstem, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That was, that was what he needed. Yeah. That's why she wouldn't survive. And Ellie is the only one who's known to be immune. Then at some point, you know, they're going to try and find Ellie. Sure. That's true. There is that so she'll aspect She'll never of it. be safe yeah. as long as this one doctor is safe. So I don't know if that, you know, I don't know. If that's, that's a fair point. Logic. You know, I've never considered that, um, but that is a fair point. And I mean, it, it's tough, but like, I mean, as far as like, why as far as them abandoned. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Cause there's just like, there's those, no those point. In, yeah. Over. I mean, cause when Ellie finds the recording now, oh yeah, we got to talk about the flashbacks. Yeah, we too, do. Those are amazing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, and also, I mean, basically 
Ellie and Joel have a conversation before she gets to the hospital where she says, no matter what, you know, I want this, you know, yeah. I want my life to matter. Mm -hmm. And he takes that from her. And so, well, you know, it's to him. Her life does matter. Yeah. It matters more her being alive. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's that grayness that yeah. we're talking yeah. about. Cause you could argue that like, you know, cause I've heard some people, you know, say stuff like, well, you know, if they just had a conversation, like if everyone sat down, you know, like the doctor, Ellie, Joel, you know, uh, what, what was her name? The uh, leader of the uh, fireflies, Marlene. Marlene, if they all just like sat down and like, here's the deal, you know, we're going to have to kill you, Ellie, in order to make this cure. Do you, accept that and you know if they'd just done that then none of this stuff in last of us part two would have happened and i don't know if that's true yeah i mean we get that sort of in the ending of this game that like no matter what joel was going to would have done whatever he could to save her from death yeah maybe the maybe the out maybe what happens after that is different you know because if ellie knows that it's going to kill her and then all of a sudden hey she's not dead mm -hmm. and we're back heading towards Jackson, you know. Yeah. All right, so I have one question. Okay. So, because uh, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. In The Last of Us 1, mm -hmm. at the end, did the did Marlene or... Is it Marlene? Yeah. Marlene. Marlene. Yeah. I just keep thinking Final Fantasy VII Remake. Never <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Marlene! Um, okay, so is <laughs> does Marlene or any of the Fireflies or the Doctor say to Joel... We have to kill her. Marlene does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Marlene lets him know. She, there's even a But a there's an argument in mm -hmm. Last of Us 2 about whether or not someone should tell Joel. But, well, Marlene has a, sort of like a fight with uh, the doctor. I, I think his name was Jerry. Uh, in, uh, yeah, in I think two. so. Yeah, but they were like arguing about the fact because Marlene has second thoughts about it, and right. we see in this game yeah, because, because she, it's going to kill she Ellie. She knew Ellie's yeah. mom, uh, mm -hmm. Anna. And mm -hmm. so, like, she had almost, like, this weird, like, Ellie was, like, her niece in a way. So, she really mm -hmm. cared about Ellie, too. But but the doctor convinced her, you know, after that conversation, like, this is for the greater good. And she was not happy. Like, Marlene left mm -hmm. very, very upset about that. And yeah. um, so... But also I in just, that scene, she says, like, I'm going to tell Joel. And yeah. the doctor's like, why are you going to do that? And yeah. she's like... She, he just traveled across the country of her. He deserves to know. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what sparks the events of Joel. Yeah. Doctor's the low key, the, the best, moral, morally the best person in the game. Who is? <laughs> the doctor. I don't know. I don't know. You, you remember when. He didn't when, want to tell. I don't know. He like saved that moose. No, no. He like saved the moose and like he knew that Joel would kill everybody and like come after Ellie if Nor. Oh, if, you, mean, you mean the zebra, right? He saved yeah, the, the zebra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. The zebra. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, go ahead, finish. <laughs> no, all, all I was going to say was, um, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm conflicted about the doctor mm -hmm. because I feel like you have an obligation to, like... Disclose do, that yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. It, but, you it, know, it, the, the, the it is, like, do no harm. Right. You know? So, I mean, like, yeah, if there's an option to do it in a way that doesn't mm -hmm. kill your patient, then obviously, you know. But, like, if you if you are treating or you are, like, working on someone as a surgeon, mm -hmm. right, that's your patient. Like, so, I do understand the whole, like, yeah, we're not just talking about saving one person yeah. in exchange for her life. We're talking about potentially all humankind right mm -hmm. so yeah the I weight of the world that, is like, literally on his shoulders you know 
Mm. Yeah, but I also think that, yeah, you have to disclose. But here's but here's the here's here's my my one uh, devil's advocate argument though. Yeah. Who is Joel to Ellie to these people? He's just a dude that transported this girl to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, while I mean, you can understand that like, yeah, maybe they have a bond from this long journey they've taken together, but who is he really to her? Yeah, he's I mean, just some guy. We we have seen the journey. We've seen. We know Joel where I'm he not, comes from. I'm not saying but, he is owed an explanation. He or he's owed like this is what's gonna happen you think ellie's owed that i think oh yeah like Mm -hmm. they put her under to run the tests and scans and they were that's true he was just gonna leave her under i thought you were saying that i thought you were saying that that with uh joel that they owed it to joel i was like well not really because he is just like a guy i mean we after seeing their journey and seeing joel's journey we understand why but his patient and like time is is not of the essence you know it's been 23 five years or 20 20 something years since the virus broke out so it's not yeah. like well, i guess it's not really a virus it's a fungus but like since that it's been that long i don't know why he had to go right into the surgery like it's like mm-hmm. he was eager to do it yeah you can't you can't wait like one day yeah right. the, the whole that to me that whole thing the whole argument all of that mm-hmm. was like all the scenes with the doctor was like I need to do this mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like my chance to. It it felt very like egotistical mm-hmm. in a weird. I don't know, like, yeah. like a. I don't know how to explain. Like that. a savior like, of it, the it, world kind of. Yeah, complex. yeah, yeah. Like and but I just thought it was really messed up that he took away. I mean, we know from. Their, their story and the conversation she's had with Joel that she her agency in this is like her choice is yes I want this yeah mm-hmm. even if it means I have to die mm-hmm. like we knew that before she went in yeah I didn't appreciate the fact that in both cases the doctor was taking away her agency by making the decision for her yeah mm-hmm. and then Joel found out and made the decision for her. Yeah, so she had no choice in any of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I understand from both perspectives. I just think it, both choices, both of these mm-hmm. figures in the story made mistakes. Right, which right. goes back to the theme of the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we right. can we discuss this fla- the flashbacks? Yes, I do want to get to those, yeah. the LA flashbacks. Um, yeah, let's talk about the uh, the 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 museum one first, oh. because that, that that I felt like that was like so necessary at the point in the game when it comes in. Yeah, because like it's so dark up to that point, and just like so much bad has happened, and there's so much violence, and we just like really needed that like relief mm-hmm. to see that like sort of like. It's basically like the happy ending that you like want for Joel and Ellie at the end of the first game. Yeah, definitely. Like it's like just gives you like a little taste of like what could have been had things gone differently. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have just like had that happy life, and that they did have it for a little while. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. that there was that little bit, but it's also this happy moment that sort of like sparks, kind of like Ellie's distrust in joel too at the end of it like when she finds sort of like all these like weird 
like notes from this person who was talking about like they lied or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and it's about the fireflies that they're talking about in the end mm-hmm. um and that's sort of like sort of re at least from the way i read it, it sort of like reopened sort of ellie's like sort of maybe distrust him about what actually yeah. happened there because at the end of you know the first game you know joel says you know or ellie asks like just tell me the truth like is is what you said what really happens and then joel says yes it is and she says okay but you can sort of tell that like there's just like that little bit of like Mm. does she really believe him yeah there's definitely an uncomfortable uh vibe in the air and and you can just feel the tension you get that even like in the intro this game when joel first gives her the guitar like there's just like a discomfort Mm -hmm. to like the whole thing even though like you know, this is still when Ellie's young and stuff, and so it's before she really confronts Joel about everything. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, that, that whole scene was just so fun. And up until the very end, we realized, like, oh, well, this isn't going to last. Can we? And that's sort of like, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, can we, can we talk about the moose? The moose exhibit? The moose exhibit. Okay. I, I keep talking about oh, this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With, with all the lo- the wolves attacking it or whatever. This is, like, oh. right before you start finding, like, the bloody notes from the person who's saying the fireflies lied in the flashback. This part hit my heartstrings hard, if that's even a way to say that. Mm-hmm. It, it was so, like, you walk in as, and you're separated from Joel, and you just got this, like, you know, the sun's beaming down on like one of those taxidermy like moose exhibits where it's just a big old moose and then it's surrounded by these wolves and one of them's biting the leg. And that's just like, oh my God, the moose is Joel. The wolves yeah. are the WLF. Mm-hmm. And the one biting the leg is Abby. And Ellie looks at <laughs> Ellie looks at it and goes, Poor guy. Uh mm-hmm. says something like that, like, uh, hang in there, buddy, something like that. And it gave me chills because the attention to detail in this game mm. is so powerful. And yeah. the symbolism is in everything. And it's right. like, I don't know, it's kind of feels like to me, it's a really rare to find that amount of like care in a game where there's like this, right. they're foreshadowing something that already there's, happened in a, yeah, yeah. the prequel in the game in a flashback. <laughs> it's just like, there's so many levels to it. Uh, yeah. and I just thought that part like was really cool and I know I don't hear anybody talking about it um, mm-hmm. but to me it's like just really stands out and I just think it's uh, if you missed that in the game you should go back and, and pay attention because it's just like a really powerful um, scene it, it just reminded me in the beginning of of uh, Last of Us 2 when we just started replaying it um, Dina and uh Ellie, mm-hmm. were they on their uh, patrol when they found the moose? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, there's another moose uh, that they find yeah. that's been ripped apart by uh, some uh, infected and that's or whatever. Like the first time. Oh like, on my their God! Where it was like, like what could have done this? Right. And oh! then that's when they start. That's when they start looking for uh, for infected. Yeah. And then it's more the symbolism. Yeah, it's a foreshadow. Yeah. So like that whole thing is like what I think propelled them indoors, mm-hmm. right? For yes. 
Wow. Yeah, because they kind of like went start. through there and did all that stuff. And that, that wasn't really on their patrol. Right. It was just sort of like an accident that they came across that on their way to, or not really an accident as much as a coincidence. Yeah. yeah they yeah, came yeah. across that on their way to where they were meaning to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Kind wow. of put them off, yeah. off track a little bit. Man, this the moose symbols. Go- yeah. Yes. And I'm pretty sure there's like a, we come to find after Joel dies and you have that sort of like, sort of scene of going through his house and looking through all his stuff. And it seems like he's gotten into like woodworking over the years, yeah. like carving and stuff. And I'm pretty sure there's like a carved moose. It's either a moose or like a bull, mm-hmm. like de- like um. Oh, it's it's a, a buck or whatever. It's a it's a actually a like a cowboy on a horse. Right, but there's like other oh, ones like in his shelf oh. and stuff, like already finished ones. And I thought oh, one gotcha, of them was gotcha. maybe a moose. He's either a moose or like an elk yeah. or like a a bull stag or something like that with like the big antlers and stuff oh uh, now i want to go back and, and look at that scene because i didn't like so good de- and like all the stuff like is set up pretty early on like yeah, like the, all the like little artifacts of these flashbacks are in, in his house yeah. you know yeah. like she finds like the little pamphlet from like when they were at you know the, the dinosaur, dinosaur exhibit and, like that was a good day mm-hmm. you know you know the the coffee mug which we don't find out the significance of that until the very end yeah. like the owl coffee mug that's the mug that joel's drinking out of when they had their last conversation on oh, his back porch wow um it's the same mug um yeah so we get all these like little bits and pieces but yeah that 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 uh, first flashback is just like so so good and like the yeah. acting it just yeah just the in general the acting is amazing in this game i know we've said it already but troy baker and uh ashley johnson as joel and ellie are just so good in this game and i don't mm. know the actress who uh, played El- uh, abby, abby um uh, laura bailey yeah, she's a, yeah, yeah she does a lot of voice acting she's amazing she does a really yeah, what good else job. is she in I, did, she she's in I she's Aloy, to go right for a credit uh, no, no, that's no, that's no. um Ashley Birch. She plays Mel. She's Mel, Mel in this game. right? I, yes. I knew there was Aloy was someone in this game. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 She does a good job in this game too. Yeah. But um, no, I'm trying to remember what else Laura. She's been in like everything. She's done so many voice voice parts. But um, the thing I love about her performance is how she's sort of like, it'd be really easy for this for the character of Abby to just sort of be just like this sort of like. I don't know, like super angry and tough, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, there's like sort of like a smallness to the way she plays it. Like someone who's like trying to like project strength, strength, yep. but as you can feel, there's like a vulnerability and like pain, pain and yes. weakness in everything she does, even when she's trying to project this sort of like tough exterior. That mm. I just don't. I think it'd be really easy for that character to just be like more of like a a broader, more just like angry character. And there's there's just like a um. Just that on um, that pain under the surface that like comes through so well. Yeah, there's like a sensitivity like to her in a lesser actor's hands that like you just want to get that nuance. Yeah, but um, yeah. So the, yeah, that first flashback is great, but then the the subsequent flashbacks gets less and less um happy. Yeah. So like you got your second flashback, which I believe is the one where um Ellie's out on patrol of Tommy, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, and they're like doing the sniping, which. I kind of realize now, Bobby, we talked about it like when we were playing through the game, however, like, you know, like they do this thing where they make you do the sniping of like the infected, but they never really pay that off. You never really do it again in the game. Yep. And then I kind of realized like, oh no, this is a foreshadowing to later in the game when you have, you are playing as Abby and you have to fight the sniper (gasps) and the sniper turns out to be Tommy. Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Cause I was, I was thought that too. I was like, yeah, huh? You know, they set up this mechanic of like having to like 
arc the bullets the right way yep. so that they actually hit the infected and you never do that again in the game yeah like it's but felt what, like a it, tutorial almost but yeah but then it turns out it's really a foreshadow for like that what comes later with wow. abby and tommy that fight um that's which crazy. I thought was cool <laughs> oh that um, was really but, cool like like while we're talking about that i thought that was amazing mm-hmm. how they did that because uh you one second you hate somebody and then they can flip it like that like when mm. when uh the sniper killed manny i loved mm-hmm. manny and i was pissed i was like i gotta get this stupid sniper i hate this guy and then you mm-hmm. find out it's tommy and you, it just completely ruins your hatred like see i knew it was tommy as soon as the sniping started really oh interesting yeah what gave I that mean, away to you i don't know uh, maybe because it was like there was all this talk about um like the uh outsider or whatever yeah. it was the, like the skirmishes that were going on and stuff yeah mm-hmm. and then like yeah so i think that was like by day two or three or something i think it's a day two th- event yeah. yeah so it was like there was all this talk like you know in the camp about like all these you know outsider what was the word that they use i don't remember exactly i gotta be honest i don't remember this but infiltrator or something yeah like yeah that, but whatever do you remember the, you know, the scene like, when you walk in and they so... weren't saying it was a scar yep. or a seraphite or anything mm. like that yep. and so like you know this new terminology for this other group or other you know mm-hmm. and so i was every time i heard something like that i was trying to piece together is that tommy going ahead mm-hmm. or is that Maybe Jesse. One of the two girls. Yeah. When you're playing you know, as Abby. Dina or Ellie. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And so I was constantly making, you know, trying to make those connections and sent, so, you know, or trying to piece together what group we're actually talking about. Yeah. What yeah. characters we're actually talking about. Um, like when you walk in and you see all the dead bodies in the uh, body bags. Oh, when, when you're, you're in the, the wolf and camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you yeah. realize like, oh, that's, that's Ellie. That's me. Ellie's killed all these people. <laughs> Yeah. Was that Ellie? Yeah, that's what. Yeah. I, that's the good good point. Because yeah, I was that's, thinking, like, was the, it Ellie or was it Ellie and Tommy and Jesse? Mm-hmm. Like, was it all of yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Right. right. I think it was still early enough where it could only have been Ellie or Tommy. But uh. I think that was probably. I'm trying to remember if that happens on day one or day two as Abby. But yeah, basically. I think that was day one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right. I, yeah. she was still in the camp. Right. Yeah. So that that that, that must be day one. So yeah, you find you Nora shows them all the body bags, oh. and you kind of the implication is that that that's what you just did. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning. I love that. At the beginning of this game. I mean, I hate yeah. it, but I love it. And then and then you see the girl who's playing the little PS Vita, and you're like, Oh, oh I yeah, already like, killed her. Camp. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember that oh, part where yeah, they, you yeah, just yeah. go swimming up and like you yeah, end up yeah. stabbing her in the throat. Like yeah, they, like, she's just kind of like in the background mm-hmm. when at the camp they're like, Hey Abby, like playing the game or yeah. whatever. You're like, uh, this game has a lot like, of that, you know, like with the with the yeah. dog. Uh, you have to play fetch oh, Alice, with the dog. Poor Alice. Oh, yeah. oh man, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, when when we were just playing, or I keep saying we, but when yeah, you, we get he it. was yeah, playing and I was watching. Yeah, we can say um, we. Like re, you know, replaying it, and there, are, it's just like everything. It's just parallels. Yeah. yeah. Between the two groups, like mm-hmm. you know, at the start of the day, like you're, you know, you're getting woken up by mm. your buddy you're mm. walking around camp saying hi to everybody petting mm. the little animals you know mm. yep. like it's the same yeah yeah I, like uh, yeah like the dog in the first camp they've got their community mm. yep. like everybody's like you know joking around or like mm. you know whatever yeah. like there's like 
all these like really like like micro interactions mm. you know like and it makes you think about the world it's, we live in though you know it makes you think about just, like how we 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 are very tribal and uh we think about mm-hmm. like other cultures as like being like us and them and different and really at the end of the day it's like we probably all have the same very similar lifestyle you know mm-hmm. um it's just a ma- it's a matter of where you're standing yeah definitely so let's uh talk about the showdown where we go, we go through these three days in seattle one says ellie culminating in abby showing up at this theater that you've been staying at yeah. um as sort of like your base of operation and abby sort of confronts she, she kills jesse by the way we didn't uh. mention that like when she shows up to the theater she shoots jesse in the face and then has tommy on the ground and is holding ellie at gunpoint and that's when we cut and switch to abby <laughs> to abby and then we go through all of that as abby and then we end up back eventually after all that you know all the stuff that we've gone through that's another like really crazy part of this game too is just like knowing all the things that are going to happen to all abby's friends as you're playing as her yeah and it's all culminating at you know lev and abby coming back to this um this theater to confront ellie ending in a boss fight where you have to fight <laughs> ellie as abby the ellie boss fight i never thought i'd see the day that was probably that might have been other than maybe the very end of this game the most difficult part of this game Absolutely. to play like i didn't want to do it like even yeah. as much as i empathize with abby and liked abby mm-hmm. at the end of it i just didn't want any, to be either of them in that situation i'm like i just don't want them to fight it felt like, i know but it, i also <laughs> felt in that moment if i if we had to choose one mm-hmm. i would choose ellie yeah i all i agree with that yeah <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess if I, if gun to my head, if I yeah. had to choose, I choose Ellie just because of, you know, that, that more, you know, mm. we've been with her longer and, you know. I mean, I was warming up to Abby. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, I obviously saw everything. Like, I still, in a, in a big way, I was still, like, trying to block out mm-hmm. from, from completely empathizing with, with, Abby, because mm-hmm. in my mind, I thought the game is going to end with Ellie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be she survives like that. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's like just form, you know, formulaic or whatever it was. Yeah. But I had in my head, I don't want to completely empathize with Abby because I see her losing if it's between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. right. And so I didn't want to like, set story. myself up for being like super disappointed and mm-hmm. like whatever. Right. Like, I, you know, um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. at the same that, time though, like it, when you were chasing Ellie through the theater, I don't know if you guys felt this, but like my my perception of Ellie had completely changed. Like I obviously yeah. knew it was Ellie, and I didn't want to kill her, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I I almost kind of was like, oh, look at this scumbag, you know? Like I, yeah, I don't know. Like it was weird. I was like, who's this like dirty like girl running around who killed all my friends and it just made me like feel weird because i'm like no that's ellie mm-hmm. it's like i'm f- internally fighting with myself i like hate this yeah. person but i also hate the person that i am and i don't want either of them to, to die because i love yeah. them both <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, yeah 
Yeah. That was way that too was loud. I'm sorry. Definitely like the hardest one to go through. And plus also then like she's using your little she was also like that was probably the boss fight I died the most in. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. It was so easy to die. Yeah. Yeah. Was. She she was just kicking my ass and like she was like yeah. putting down like proximity explosives. I kept walking <laughs> into them like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, yeah. you're too good. You're fighting yeah. yourself. I mean like yeah. and and then when after the fight is kind of over and like you know, Abby sort of wins. Uh, and has Dina by the throat with like a knife. Mm. I was my heart never raced yeah, more yeah, yeah. than it did in that moment, like playing a video game, because I so badly did not want Dina to die. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, they're gonna kill Dina. Like they're gonna kill Dina. No, 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 no. And then to my surprise, I did not see it coming. Abby let Dina walk away well, because I mean, she looked at of, Lev or because of Lev. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that she's kind of like refound her humanity through Lev. You yeah. know. Yeah. And. Yeah, oh, so like, that, that was relief. a pretty powerful, powerful thing there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think it really sets up what happens later in in the mm-hmm. game when you. Um, it's we'll kind of that. ironic when you think about it. The fact that the fact that Abby doesn't kill Ellie there causes you know Ellie to still like ha- hold on, obviously because she's alive. She still has this sort of like gnawing feeling that like she needs to like finish this thing. Which ultimately ends up being the thing that saves Abby in the end. Because had she not done that, yeah. she just would have died mm-hmm. on that beach, as we'll come to talk about. Yeah. You know, um, Because her letting Ellie live and Ellie still like not being able to let go of this sort of like need for revenge. You know, despite how much it's already costed her mm-hmm. to try to get it. That's actually what saves Abby at the end of this game, yeah, which is so, so kind of like weird. ironic and powerful in its own interesting way. I, um, I love the idea that um, people who, like I, I don't know why I think this has always been a very uh, uh, this has always piqued my interest in TV shows and, and movies since I was a kid is when two opposite sides come together to to fight one greater like evil. Um, I, I always loved that and I always and I thought this was really, really, really cool that Ellie, in her attempt to kill Abby, ends up saving her life. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is an amazing way to end a game. I like I was like literally crying after the the final fight. So do we want to like kind of explain what happened? Yeah, so so basically, yeah, after the events at the theater, you know, Abby and D or Ellie and Dina are both live but are like pretty badly beaten Mm -hmm. in this like showdown and so we sort of flash forward a fairly significant amount of time it doesn't say exactly how much long enough that dina could give birth to the uh jesse's you know uh son who she was pregnant with he he mumbles right he talks a little bit kind of like he looks like he's probably at least six months old yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not exactly sure when you know verbal stuff really starts to happen yeah, yeah, in a child. Not, I'm I not don't sure. Think to it's de- like within six months. Yeah. yeah so I'm guessing we're talk. We're dealing with at least like you know maybe like a year and a half. Yeah. Two years. Yeah, flash from, forward. Yeah. We don't see. It doesn't tell us how far yeah. ahead of time. But we flash forward and Ellie, Dina, and JJ, and Dina, Jesse's J- son mm-hmm. JJ are living on this farmhouse. That they they sort of talk about that at some point. And when Jesse, you're playing as Ellie and uh, Dina, they like 
sort of talk about how it would be like nice to like just live on a farm or something like that. Mm. Just kind of like an offhanded conversation. And then they're actually doing that at the end of this game. I could be honest, like when I first started playing this part, I was afraid that it was like a dream sequence yeah. or something yeah. not real. Mm -hmm. That was like, this like just feels too like idyllic and happy. And so you're going, living your lives, this like peaceful life on a farm. You got sheep, you have the herd and mm -hmm. it's cute. And you're like, oh, you got cute sheeps mm -hmm. and horses. Where do they and... get the sheeps? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know exactly where this place is. It's close enough that like, you know, you can horseback ride to Jackson or whatever. Yeah. Hey, as we'll come to find a little bit later. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so uh ellie and dina are living together they're happy and then ellie has this bad sort of like ptsd sort of flashback when she's in the barn with the sheep where she sees joel being murdered and she's trying to get to him and can't save him and she's freaking out and so again parallels to abby and her nightmares mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly and so then we like we see another day where um Tommy shows up after the end events of the game and he's Woo! pretty uh, badly beaten up because we thought he was dead. Yeah. I honestly thought he was dead because yeah, you just see um, Abby shoot him seemingly in the head, but I guess it was just a grazing shot and like took his eye out or something. That was like one thing like I needed. I needed Tommy to be alive at that moment. Yeah. It so, was so, but, such a relief. Yeah. I was shocked. I was like, really? How did he survive that? Did and he then, lose an arm or hand or something? No, he was shot in the leg with the arrow, so he was, like, walking up a limp, and then his, like, eye was kind of, like, blasted out or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, um, and then Tommy shows up, basically, with a map, and, like, he is, like, found out where Abby and Lev have gone to, like, they had fled to, uh, Santa Barbara, where they believed the Fireflies to be, um, having like some sort of encampment out there so that's kind of where they went off to and so tommy's like you need to go and do this and find them and get the revenge that we said we were going to get and you know ellie says she can't do it tommy gets pissed off and storms off and there's a fight between it. yeah because he's just you know he's lost an eye he can barely walk properly his uh, i mean it's, in a lot of ways it's tommy's story is he, so tragic to me too like yeah. i feel so bad for him at the end because like his wife leaves him for you know assumingly because of you know i'm sure his like the inability to let it go yeah yeah so now it's consuming him and he's also been like crippled from it and he lost his brother and all this too like let's not forget you know so like it's just so heartbreaking to see that he's just now now he's consumed by because this revenge because at the start of the game he's you know trying to convince ellie not to do it yeah and now he's consumed by it and unfortunately this like re-sparks ellie's sort of feeling of needing to go and do this so she packs up in the middle of the night to go leave and dina tries to stop her and tells her if she goes and does this that she can't stay and wait for her because she just can't do it anymore and yeah ellie leaves to go and do it and <sighs> you hate it like the entire yeah. time it's happening you just don't want her to do it like you're not gonna accomplish anything ellie i know but from her perspective right she's still having these flashbacks mm -hmm. she thought that like going through what she went through was mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. for her to be able to walk away like she was quote unquote at least like debating walking away in the theater before jesse was killed before uh, Tommy was shot. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Right, because they, because Tommy, Jesse, they were like trying to convince her, like, it's enough. Yeah. This is enough. We basically killed like all everybody. her friends. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's enough. Like we can't. We should go home. Let it go. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And just like what she, Owen and and all the Abby's friends say before they kill Joel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So then you know it's after she walks out or they walk out and mm-hmm. then she goes to follow mm-hmm. with uh, Jesse. I don't. I don't know what. Basically, she was talking to Jesse in the theater, and they hear the commotion going on in the in lobby. The, yeah. And when they run out, that's when Abby shoots Jesse, Jesse. in the face. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. Yeah. But, yeah, so all this to say that um, Ellie heads to Santa Barbara. We meet back up with Abby again. Her and Lev are trying to figure out where the Fireflies are stationed. She um, is able, she finds a house that has, like, a ham radio or whatever, she actually communicates with who we think are the fireflies. Yeah, that's that doesn't make sense to me. I I see the thing is I think it is them based on what the very very end of this game sorta um because like he's they say they're stationed on this island or whatever um I forget what the name of the place is but um anyway uh, basically, at the very end of the game, you know, when the title screen changes, you know, we yeah. see the boat in a new spot. That's the spot where the Fireflies said they were going to be. The big circular so, uh, dome. The building on the beach. Oh. That's like, and when Abby talks to them on the ham the radio. The game plus? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So when the title screen, because, you know, at the be- whenever you play this game, before you beat it, it's just like this boat in this dark, foggy water, and you don't really have any context for like where it is. Then when you beat the game, the, there's a boat on a sunny beach, and there's sort of like this pier type thing going yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah. So like when you're talk, when Abby talks to the fireflies, that's where they said they would be. So, so it's supposed to we show can assume that, like, but Abby went there. That Ab- Abby and Lev got there. So, yeah. um, but anyway. So, yeah, so she communicates with who we think are the Fireflies. Maybe they are. We still don't really know 100% for sure by the end of this game. That's what happened. But as soon as she leaves the House of Lev, they are attacked by this other group called the Rattlers or whatever, which are these sort of, like, goofy biker-looking dudes. Like, they're kind of, like, so, like, overtly kind of, like, you know, like, Walking Dead-style bad guy that's kind of, like, all right, we're just meant to, like, hate these people because they're just, we needed some sort of, we needed Abby to be captured by somebody at the end of this game to lead to our final confrontation. So you then we take over as Ellie. She's trying to figure out where Abby is. She sort of is accosted by these rattlers. She ends up torturing or like beating one of them to the point where he tells them where they f- are keeping Abby because she like basically asks like i'm looking for you know this woman with who's with this boy or whatever and he like says oh oh they're here at this i don't remember what was it like i forget it's like, like a round tall building yeah yeah, yeah something like that and she ends up killing the guy after she t- yeah. he tells him and then she goes there you go through this long sequence of like f- fighting all these rattlers and stuff and you end up at this beach where Abby and Lev are basically being almost like crucified. They're like on these like wooden poles or whatever yeah, their arms it's like and legs tied up. Style like hang them to die kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I also don't know. Like, I I know it. You know, with the new plus, you you think that means that mm-hmm. with the boat is located that that meant 
it's a you know the spot where the fireflies are and yep. whatever group she was communicating with right. whether that's actually fireflies or some right well i mean i only say that because i know it's been confirmed that that's she definitely got to the place where they said they were mm. by neil Druckmann. he said like yes mm. that is the island that the fireflies said they were going to be at that is what okay. that's supposed to be okay whether Wait, or not that whether or not she got there or lev got there because he he, he was he didn't, he, he didn't say for sure i was like all we know is that the boat is there Okay. That's where the okay. fireflies said they were going to be. Okay. So Cause, yeah, because my draw your own conclusions. Was, so the other prisoners mm -hmm. in the jail, uh, or in the cell, yeah. in the tower, wherever you know that that little location that the, the rattlers had them. Thank you. Prison, prison um, room, or whatever. So um, they said that <laughs> Abby was bit. See, that's what I thought too, and then they didn't I went that. and looked it up. They said one of them pointed her gun at Ellie and said she's bit. So yeah, I guess Ellie yeah, yeah, yeah. got bit I remember at that some scene. point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it was it was Ellie oh. who was bit. She was bit when uh she she forced herself into the hanging um clicker when she killed that uh one of the rattlers. Oh right, before she gets to the the the, yeah, the, so the, the, the building. She had a bite mark yeah. on her hand. And that's yeah. when I said it. Yeah, because I was confused about that at first, too, because I was like, oh, well, I mean, Abby's just going to die anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah. But then, like, I went, I saw a lot of people were confused about that, and then I oh. went and looked up. It says they're talking about Ellie in that situation. It's not that I Abby gotcha. was bit. Okay. Well, okay because, no, that makes a lot because more because sense. Because the guy says now. she might already be dead. Yeah. So it, those things happen so close together that, like, mm. I was confused about that, too. But I got gotcha. Two completely separate thoughts. Yeah. I gotcha. So Abby might Ellie's already bit. Yeah, and it, Abby might already be dead because she's, she's been out there. She's at the the I forget what they called it. They called it like the uh, the pillars or something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you go to the beach and you find like this all these people on these pillars, and then you find what's Abby, and she's just completely like emaciated. Yeah. This whole game, she's been you know this kind of like you know imposing you know physical pers person. Now she's just this kind of like drained, skinny, just kind of like. You can barely tell it's her. They've chopped her hair off. She just looks completely wasted away. Mm -hmm. And so Ellie cuts her down and she immediately goes over to cut Lev down. And she, she starts to basically walk away. Yeah, she's just like, there's some boats over here. Come with me. She's basically like, follow me. You know, she recognizes it's Ellie, but she's kind of like, all right, what's uh, the boats are over here. Let's get out it's of here. It's a weird yeah, situation. She her before she even gets cut down. Yeah. It's a weird situation. Like, it's almost like she thinks that Ellie's not going to kill her. It's really strange. Or she's just like, I don't know. It, 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 the, the, the feeling that scene is so weird because like they're both like so kind of like ragged like, at that point yeah it's like well ellie it's got shot she's bleeding or no she and didn't she, get shot she, she got her, her wound got opened up during the yeah. fight yeah, yeah and so she's bleeding out and she's like woozy and uh kind of falling all over the place yeah it's just like really kind of well i also just interpret it as like abby got what she want or you know wanted mm -hmm. abby got what she wanted in that she took out joel mm -hmm. And so, for the most part, she was on her path to moving on. Mm -hmm. Then the whole events happened with Ellie killing all her buddies, mm -hmm. and Lev basically, like, forced her to choose Lev 
and like the, her new path mm. or to continue mm. down the cycle of violence yeah. and revenge yep. yeah and she chose lev yeah. mm-hmm. and so i think like in that moment when she, when ellie came upon her it was like oh wow it's you but i don't think she had any ill will toward her yeah I think all she it was cared like about was getting was lev the out of there yeah yeah so I mean, yeah, obviously it would be like a shock to mm-hmm. see that person from your past. But again, this is probably like a year and a half or something later, or mm-hmm. at least a year, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't even know exactly how much time to pass between when Ellie leaves the farm and how long it takes her to get to Santa Barbara. Yeah. Right. So, like, I mean. I mean, but I mean, at the very, even if it was the next day, which is like impossible, but even right. if it was the next day from when she left, that yeah. was at least like a year you know apart from like when they had their confrontation at the the theater right yeah so i don't think it was anything like you know like oh we'll just forget it i think like it was just like i've moved on yeah, yeah. and so she immediately cuts her down mm-hmm. which i was like so excited for ellie yeah, because same. i was like she she gets it she's like actually understanding this whole trip was a fucking waste of time, right? Because, because if she wanted to kill her, what is she gonna do? Yeah, she could have. What is she gonna do? She's her gonna kill her, or... her right now. Like she, mm. she could just watch her die in like the next twenty four hours. Yeah, she's right. She's gonna die. And also, anyway. like, it's like, this like thing of like you have this like boogeyman in your head, and then you just see her, and she's just like she's sad just like a skeleton, and yeah, exactly, and a yeah. shell of a person. And it's yeah. like. You know, like what? What? What is? You know, it kind of yeah. like shatters this sort like, of like illusion of this sort of like you know moral just, like this. Where I'm on this fights to destroy this boogeyman, and then the boogeyman <laughs> is just like an emaciated, dying person. Yeah, it's like it's just pathetic. Yeah, like you know, and so I mean that must be like humbling in mm-hmm. that moment. Like yeah. this is the person like I want to you know yeah like murder yeah. i want to do like all these things too and then you know so it's like the only thing you can do in that situation is like cut them down i guess mm-hmm. or like or leave them and, i guess so, yeah I or just know. like walk away or you know or put them out of their misery yeah you know yeah. but like but she cuts them her down him her mm-hmm. her down I, that was just a, a for, slip for that, slip no not, not even, even for a, yeah, slip. Yeah, just like yeah. a, just slip of the tongue right yeah. <laughs> uh, she just cuts her down but you know then they it's like they walk to the beach and i just expect her to just like in kind of like shock just kind of watch her like go away away. yeah you know like what else can you do in that moment Mm -hmm. like just you know accept it for what it is like Mm -hmm. this person Mm -hmm. is you know is just you're just gonna allow them to move on and mm. you're gonna mm. move on like yeah. that's what i thought was gonna happen but then ellie yeah. kind of her stubbornness kicks in mm. well she well, has what like a she, flashback? She has a flashback yeah. of joel dead on and the ground so, so then it's like it's like a reminder i came here for a purpose yeah. and that was in my mind i interpreted that as she went there to make those nightmares stop yeah or those flashbacks stop like right and they still finally end it mm-hmm. and so yeah so then she initiates or like forces her uh, and to that's initiate. so it's it's so painful worst boss yeah, battle you, ever but you also like watch ellie become the villain of the story right yeah. there like legitimately become the villain where she's like i will kill lev unless you fight me yeah. i mean i i uh. don't know i also was empathizing with that with her ellie yeah. in that moment it's like 
it's just so sad mm -hmm. like that you're reduced to that and the fight itself is pathetic too oh, like yeah. it's, so a, it's a that the fight is just like so you're watching these two people who can like barely even like stay standing up just like wailing on each other and you're like oh just i didn't you, you don't, oh, you don't yeah. want to do it and at the end of it like you're wrestling with abby abby in the water and ellie gets two of her fingers bitten off and she's trying to drown her and before she can do it she has like that quick flash of joel on the porch and the, what we'll see later is the final flashback and then right before she kills her she just stops and lets her go with lev see i thought i thought it was another one of her the violent flashbacks no it no, was a flashback of joel playing the guitar oh. on the porch yeah Oh, okay. and so that's when she finally lets go go and and I know I, honestly leave. I it's embarrassing to say this but I didn't understand what exactly was going on there I don't know how you guys interpreted it but like I wasn't sure like what made her stop was it uh like I, I, I really couldn't figure it out that moment to me was like the beginning of forgiveness Mm -hmm. Oh, because he, she told him in the flashback earlier that she would have would try, try to forgive him. Ah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Right. And yeah. so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I mean, because ultimately the story, I feel like, in more than it is about revenge and psycho violence, is about redemption. Yeah, and so in this moment where she's like trying to like kill Abby and like achieve this revenge she kind of like remembers this moment of like you know trying to forgive and then i don't know there's just something just like interesting about that in this moment where she could just kill this person that she's lost so much in an attempt to do so and instead she chooses to let go and to no matter how angry she is at this person in that moment she's able to like well, allow herself to like get there or to like embrace the possibility of forgiveness or uh, amends in the same way she does with Joel you know where like in that moment like for these for years at least a year between Joel and Ellie there's been you know this animosity where she finds out that she forces Joel to confess to the fact that he did what he did at the hospital mm -hmm. and she says like I'm done with you I'm you know I don't want anything to do with you ever again and then at the end of the game you find out after that whole there was that what that party sort of dance or whatever yep. where um you know ellie gets in a fight with this what's his name seth yeah like the, seth, the yeah. bigoted the bigoted dude who calls her you know a dyke uh, or something yeah yeah some horrible thing when she's you know kissing dina on the dance floor and then joel comes in and sort of tries to defend ellie and then ellie sort of tells joel off like i don't need your help yeah and then after that they have a conversation on his porch and you know she you know tells joel how he took you know her the meaning from her uh immunity away from her mm -hmm. and joel says you know even if i had another chance i would have done it all over again yeah and you kind of you can see in this moment that like that love still is there between the two of them and even though she says like i don't know if i can forgive you i want to try to do that yep mm -hmm. and I think just like that that's kind of what she sees when she's trying to kill Abby is just kind of super powerful and mm. maybe it just in that moment she realized that like this means more than you know 
holding a grudge or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know what you yeah. mean. I don't know what you guys think. No, that that definitely I, I agree. I feel like in a weird way, like I don't know, just trying to think of it from like a psychological perspective. Like I think that she it's like her brain is like trying to help her. Yeah. Like not get in a position that it can't re- return from. Mm-hmm. Like she's at the at the point of no return. Like of being able to like live a life, right? Like she's been like consumed by all of this pain and she could have like meaning mm-hmm. in her life. She could like choose happiness or like you know like choose her family or whatever and like she keeps turning away from that and trying to like stay on this path of like revenge Mm -hmm. and you know violence and whatever and i i think i don't know i just interpret interpreted that as like her subconscious like like, yeah just kind of like hey Mm -hmm. you know like, yeah, go to the light yeah. sort of yeah, thing. Or maybe yeah. like what's you know, left of Joel. Is, what's, le- what's left of what Joel kind of rubbed off on her or, or, mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that, you know? Like like what would Joel have wanted me to do in this situation kind of thing. I mean, I don't think like inherently she's a bad person. No. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think like, I mean, why, like not everyone would be like, it's my duty to sacrifice myself because I'm the only one who's immune. Mm-hmm. It's my, you know, it's my responsibility to save the world if that, if I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not everybody thinks like that. Right. I mean, they don't have to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, if I'm immune, it's not my responsibility to mm-hmm. save the rest of the world. I didn't choose to be immune. Yeah, right. I didn't choose that responsibility. But like, you know, like, I, I think that says something about her as a character mm. that she feels that need mm-hmm. and that she wants to be able to do that. Yeah. Right. So. Agreed. I, Shows how I good don't know, a like, person she really is, you know. It's tricky because we're like, oh, yeah, like, that's a good character to she's have, good, but she's also she's murdered, person. like, 60 yeah, people yeah, yeah. and It's... Yeah, it's just so sad because, her like... defense, she didn't know she was pregnant. That's true. Yeah, Mel was no, wearing a really weird poofy sweat and it was, jacket, and it was kind of like a, a self-defense scenario there because she was like being actively attacked. Yeah, you know, and she turned the as knife, the intruder. I it was. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, oh no, no, she's she did some really like indefensible things, yeah, but right. I think that one particular moment, if you're gonna right argue that then you can art you know that's yeah. a little bit of gray yeah and i mean it's just yeah it's just so sad i mean the whole game is just so sad it but so sad. i feel like it's interesting though with the the sort of like moth sort of symbol symbolism with ellie you know the guitar that joel gives her has the moth on it what all the load screens at the beginning of the game have the moths going towards the light and sort of like yeah. the yeah. moth is sort of, yep. there's a moth like in her tattoo you know with the, the the leaves and the the moth and it's just kind of this like idea of you know sort of like being attracted to the light you know she gets pulled into this dark dark place and at the end is just there's just enough light there yeah. like in that sort of like memory of like forgiveness with joel mm-hmm. or you know the path of forgiveness and reconciliation with joel to like pull her out of it mm-hmm. and see i took it as know. like a moth drawn to a flame you know like the flame mm-hmm. being the revenge and yeah. it's like kind of a a self sabotage. That, mm-hmm. That's how I interpreted the moth thing. Um, Interesting. 
which I guess you could interpret it how I'm sure Neil Druckmann would be like, oh yeah, however you guys want to interpret it, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, the the load screen, I would have to go with the light because yeah. the light yeah. is particularly white. Right, it's not yeah, a flame. Like, um, yeah. For so much of yeah, the game, yeah. I was like, why? I don't because like in the first game, it was like the spores, and obviously we know why the spores were the load screen because yeah. like that's what caused. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, why moths? Mm. You know, I was yeah. like, huh? And the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's the moths are really kind of associated with Ellie, yeah. and it, it kind of makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my little moth. So yeah, Do you think there's gonna be a third. I don't know. You know, I that's so. interesting because you I know, don't know what story it's gonna be Abby and Tommy. Lev. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I I think if anything, it would probably be Tommy. See, the thing is, like, I, I mean, I felt a lot of people said this after the first one. Do we need a part three? No, oh, for I don't sure think not. We need a part three. <laughs> I feel I feel like if there is another Last of Us yeah. game, that it would be a new story in the world of the last of us as opposed to a continuation but then at that point like do people want that you know like do we want to get another story with new characters or do we want to keep following ellie i want to find a cure that's all i care about that's what i want to see right as a as a game player who's been with the last of us since like the year after it came out i want to see them come up with a cure and i want to see what happens with that and like how Mm -hmm. The zombies well, react. What's the game? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like what's? I just follow yeah. the story. Like what's of somebody. the core conflict? Is there? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Like when they, you know, I wasn't necessarily wanting a sequel for this game, but when mm. they said they were going to do it, I was like, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Like I trust that they'll come up with something that like is worthwhile based on you know the goodwill they built up from the first one and they for me it didn't disappoint yeah, at all with this one same. this one was amazing like there's just so many parts of this game that are just like so memorable to me like i feel like the first one was like way more linear and like the thing that you remember about it the most is just like the like the joel and ellie sort of like bond mm-hmm. more than like any specific moments of that game you know yeah. like there are some like pretty great moments but like i feel like this one has like so many more just like kind of like stick in your head for a really long time type things that like you just like can't shake yeah. you know i mean think about like i mean talk- the first game has like the giraffe scene and stuff yeah. and you know obviously like the very end which is probably like one of the most memorable parts but i feel like this game just like is chalked full well, of those type of moments a good example of that is like we talked about this whole game and not once do we mention the giant ball of uh the zombie rat king. oh god the rat king uh, we didn't mention king. that once and like we're done talking about the game like that just shows how jam-packed this game is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the rat king pissed me off i was getting so mad at that fight yeah. i just kept getting killed i, I, like, I didn't fucking rat i don't know king. how but i beat him on the first try oh, i don't know how because yeah. i'm i'm not like a great yeah. video game player see for me for me the problem is like just kept running yeah i did i ran That's- a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept like accidentally running into it, or like getting stopped by that little like sub dude. The one that breaks <laughs> off of it, yeah. Yeah. For me, like I realized <laughs> that I'm cornered by it. Eventually, like this, I had to like go online to read a strategy, and basically, like there's a po- part of this area where there's like a pole, and just use that to keep it running around the pole because yeah. it won't be able to get you. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, if you do that, then it's like pretty easy to beat from yeah. there. But like I was just like panicking. I was like shaking. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. trying to run away from it's the, the thing. generator room. Running myself into walls. Yeah. It's the generator room yeah. scene. It's of worse. The game. It's, it's worse than worse. the generator room from the first one. But I mean you oh even have to turn the generator on. Or I guess it's not really generator the power, but it's the same like principle. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. And then we didn't even really talk about, you know, like the whole Lev, like as a trans boy. Oh, yeah. We situation. completely forgot to talk about Like, there that. was so much bullshit around that, like from like, you know, people on the internet yeah, being yeah. like, this story is oh, for social Abby? justice warriors. Everybody yeah. was like so on Abby for being like a shit character or whatever. And right. Yep. Like, I, what? Because she, like she was. Like, what are they trying to say? She's a got like a guy. Is she trans? Is like no. She's people just, got like, so butt hurt when the game came out yeah. about like social yeah. justice stuff, and it's like you're reading way too much into it. It's just a story yeah. with realistic things in it, just like the real world. Yeah, like mm-hmm. people got so mad, and it's like, how about you play? And it also, first? like, get, you know, just get get the fuck off of it. All yeah, right? like, I like yeah. That, how about you experience it? Yeah, how about you play the game, and then you see how you feel, yeah. and like yeah. Yeah, well, just, it's, yeah I mean, it's just not, it's just shoving it down my throat. Well, you know that like every, you know that everyone who was saying that shit didn't actually play the game, yeah. you yeah. know, because it, you know, it's like from leaks and stuff that happened, which was, you know, a whole thing in its own right, you know, and. Well, okay, so this is like, in my mind, it just like brought it right back to what I was saying kind of in the beginning about how, like where, where I was in my like personal life when we started playing mm-hmm. because I felt like like how I reacted to the game mm-hmm. was like a strong reflection of what was really going on in my life mm-hmm. like why was I so angry and why did I like not want to you know uh, mm-hmm. empathize with someone mm-hmm. you know like because I was suffering yeah. and like my you know what I mean and so I actually had we had a big discussion about you know after I had calmed down. I had a secondary little vent mm-hmm. where I was just kind of like airing, you know, some of my frustrations and then like some of like the questions I had to those frustrations. Like, why was I so frustrated mm-hmm. when like the game was just trying to get me to play as another character? Yeah. Why was I so pissed off at that? Mm-hmm. Makes you why think. was I pissed off at the developers? You know, mm-hmm. like why, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I started questioning, like, all those people who just want to shoot yeah. people in the game. And they don't want to have to be forced to empathize. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all those... Like, I, I was like... I actually was wondering, like... I don't want to sound like a total asshole. But, like, <laughs> you know, there are some people, I think, that just... They don't want to think when they maybe play their games. They just kind of want to, like, just mindlessly, like, you know... Just shoot people, yeah. or, or just like, not kill, or... not have to question sort of like whether they're on the right side of it or yeah, not. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. like well, these are our heroes, Ellie and Joel are our heroes. So yeah, like, yeah. of course they're in the right. Yeah. You know, and it's confirmation yeah, so bias like, we do in real life too. It's like if we're told like there's another side to a story, we all do it. It's like I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to know their side because that might go against my side. Mm-hmm. You know, people just have that inherent like distaste for other perspectives. Mm-hmm. And we all do it. You know, we're all guilty of it. It was just a little, like... It was a little struggle that I was going yeah. through. Because I was just questioning, like... You know, I thought I was above... Like... The the us and them-ism. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, and I thought, like, I was... You know... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But that, that kind of, like, is the thing that I really love about this step you can get this in a game yeah that like a video game can like spark <laughs> these strong feelings and make you like confront these like really 
difficult subjects yeah. and ideas that and all that i don't know if this like works as well in like another medium like no. the fact that you are in control of this yeah. and you're complicit in all this i mean it's like makes you have to like hours yeah, yeah. like third oh it's like more than 30 it's insane like yeah. the game itself yeah so it's just like that's why people are like oh yeah, I, I watched the the video i watched the playthrough and i'm like like honestly like I, you definitely get it more than someone who didn't play the game at all but like you gotta play it because it's just there's a whole other like aspect of it when you're the one controlling every movement making every decision and like you can skip you can totally skip cutscenes in the game if you Mm -hmm. just like you know if you if you based on your decisions things happen differently like the game i played is probably very different than the game you guys played you know because we all play it differently and Mm -hmm. i think that shows the the importance of uh, storytelling in a game like this where you have power and you almost feel like you are that person because yeah. of the choices you make right and just the fact that at the end of this game that they can like at least for me i know for some people it didn't work mm-hmm. but for me it really worked that like at the end of this like you empathize with like everybody yep. and you just want the you just want it to end you don't yeah. want any more dying in violence you just want them to live their lives and be happy yeah and let go of all this stuff and how i don't i can't think of like another video game that's ever made me feel that me way either. you know i don't know if it exists so, so i it's just i just think it's like really amazing what they did with this mm-hmm. piece it's like a piece of art you know yeah. and, and you know, we kind of brings you this conversation is can video games be art? And I feel like this is probably like the best example of like, yeah, it can be. It's you poetry know, in sure. motion. Yeah. Mm. It really is. So whew. thirty hours Woo! of poetry. Thirty hours We're of approaching podcast. thirty hours of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean there's so much. I feel like there's just like so much uh, stuff that we could keep talking about. Absolutely. But we'll 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 let you guys go at two hours. You know what I'm thinking, you know? Brent? You know what I'm thinking? I don't know. We I could... don't know though. I do I do feel like we still need to talk about Okay. I wanna just talk about Abby. Okay. Because I just like just I don't know, as a as a petite lady mm. or petite ish. <laughs> I used to be more petite when oh, I was younger. Relax. <laughs> um, but no. Um so I, I love Ellie, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, obviously, like I experienced the first game, mm-hmm. like I already liked her. But Abby, I did not like. I, you know, I, I mean, at least initially, mm-hmm. I did not like her, right? Um, throughout the game, though, like the fact that she is like so strong, like all these scenes where it's like she's like moving these like like shelves and like whatever storage punching zombies with her hands yeah to like block doorways and like like actively being like this like superhero Mm. and some of these scenes i was just like hot damn like (laughs) i wish i was that like strong and powerful Mm. and like had that much like independence and control over my surroundings Mm -hmm. you know like it was like damn i like want to start going to the gym and like (laughs) that's just like i don't know get those gains that's so interesting because like i mean like aesthetically i've never thought that that was like you know aesthetically like feminine or like you know quote quote unquote like beautiful Mm -hmm. you know like her her you know like that very like kind of masculine like muscular yeah Yeah. like i've just never been like you know 
attracted to or you know what I mm -hmm. mean like I've just never thought that that was like ideal for a woman mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. after playing or viewing experiencing yeah, yeah. again mm -hmm. <laughs> experiencing the game I just had like a totally different like appreciation for that mm -hmm. Which I just thought was like really interesting. Yeah. Like I didn't expect that. Like playing the game. Yeah. You know? No, that's definitely that's true. Because like, like when I first saw her character design, I'm like, huh, that was like, it's an interesting choice yeah. for her. Because like you never, I mean, there's a cool thing kind of about this game is you get like a lot of different types of people represented in yeah. this game. Just yeah. like, just from like even from that, from like just a physicality, I feel like yeah. in so many games, like all the characters are kind of like cookie cutter. Everyone's just kind of like kind of ripped but like like all the female characters are like usually like ripped but in like a more feminine sort yeah, of like yeah, way yeah. Yeah. and like all the dudes are like big and jacked and like you know this game like you get like just like a lot of like real looking people yeah, yeah. and like different body types and i just like yeah that's kind of cool to see in the game where like reality is just represented way yeah. more and and i mean like i'm trying to think now like of female characters i mean even aloy mm -hmm. right like she was She's petite. She's cut, right? But she's like, not like she's she's fit, but mm -hmm. she's still like slender. Mm -hmm. She's like you know she's not bulky at all, yeah. right? Like she's she's not the same type of form as yeah. Abby, you know. Like right. and yeah. that's probably like as far in like the you know modern <clears throat> perspective, like in terms of like physicality of a of a video game character yeah. that we've gotten, you Definitely. know, like. Aside, I mean, aside from Abby, I'm talking yeah. about Aloy. Yeah. But like, Abby just like went like five levels beyond yeah. that mm -hmm. in terms of like, you know, realism. No, they based mm -hmm. her off like a female bodybuilder, and like, right. yeah. I think it's really interesting that your your point is really interesting because obviously, like, you know, me and Brent can't speak to to having experience um, being like a small woman and like like feeling that like oh wow like this this is amazing like this independence of like physical strength uh it's something that i didn't even really think too much about when i was playing as abby but mm -hmm. at the same time the game does a good job of like comparing uh what it's like to be ellie and what it's like to be abby and that as ellie you can't do certain things that abby can do and so i think mm -hmm. that they try to give you that sort of uh contrast through the game right. but i i mean like and, uh, in real life i have no idea like that's so interesting yeah, to yeah. hear like that's really glad you brought that up. yeah and, and i mean it makes sense for abby's character in the game too because she like literally sort of like builds like an armor around herself yeah. with her body yeah. you know yeah. yeah like i mean when in the earlier scenes like the scene with the zebra mm -hmm. the zebras yeah. like when she's like younger I, I also just thought it was so interesting and beautiful like yeah so it was she was younger mm -hmm. you know like it was obviously before her dad was killed and yeah. all that stuff um so it was at least a couple years ago so like four like years that. so it should it should be about four years ago based yeah. on the timeline yeah. yeah um so she's she's not her bulky self yeah she's like a pretty average like normal looking young yeah, girl yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um like probably more like toward my like size um and like you know body structure and stuff mm -hmm. um definitely more on like the the smaller side and um shit i don't remember what i was gonna say um oh i thought it was okay so i thought it was so beautiful how like she her her father is like kind of like testing her with like 
you have to kind of climb stuff and like to try and get in because I, I guess like the doors are locked like right. the gates are locked and stuff and so you're whatever so you're doing like these little like puzzly ways of like getting through um mm. but i thought it was so beautiful that she collects coins yeah yeah because it's like i don't know it's just it's silly i mean ellie does the same thing with cards mm. and like i just i just think it's kind of cool that like you can find something like so mundane as a coin, mm. but like you can you can give it like meaning. Like it's like something that I, I, I interpreted it. I don't know if this is wrong, but I interpreted it as like something she did with her father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or, like they collected it, they shared yeah. that. Um, so I don't know if I was just. I think no, that no, is I in think the game. You're totally on point oh, with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was like I don't know like just like this little coin and just even as you're like hunting people down you know like mm -hmm. you come across like a little card or in Ellie, ellie's case like the cards mm -hmm. you know and you can just like i don't know like mm -hmm. you just have like these like it reinforces like the personality you're still a human being yeah. yeah you're a human being like you still have interests and mm -hmm. like passions or you know because like we all have outside. that like if i was in the world of the last of us if i saw anything dragon ball related i'd be like "Ooh, look a goku thing yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. and i take mm -hmm. that and it kind of like you, you get it gives personality to each character mm -hmm. while showing that yeah. it's like using the same mechanic uh the collect mm -hmm. the collection mechanic you know it's like the same mechanic we're all human we all have the same we all work the same way just replace cards with coins and yeah you know yeah, I just think it, yeah, it just helps, like, remind you, mm -hmm. like, we're not, like, mindless robots who are just going around killing people, like... Suit yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Suit yourself. <laughs> 17, I am a mindless robot. <laughs> Dragon Ball reference. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Dragon Ball Z, specifically. True. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway... We'll Sorry see. if I rambled. No, it's I okay. That, that was a really awesome conversation. I was actually kind of surprised we went as long as we did. Yeah. But there's crap. so much to talk about with this game. Going into this, Woo! I was like, oh, you know, we'll probably do a shorter one, you know, because yeah. we're not talking about a normal brain boggle topic. But, you know. Holy crap. That was, <laughs> if you, if we, I was wrong. If that was released as is, it's the longest episode we've ever done. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see when I'm yeah. editing it whether or not, oh, you know, shit. I can I'm split sorry. it into two or oh, not. Oh, it's but. not your fault, Christy. Are you kidding me? No. I'm looking at my sound no. waves right here, and there's like, I barely stopped talking this whole episode. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ooh. hey, if you if you guys played this game and you have yeah. thoughts, send us an email at brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com right. or check out the social meds, you know, at brainboggled on Instagram and bra at brainbogglepod on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Get those numbers up. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so this has been this has been so much fun. It has I'm, been really I'm, fun. Yeah. Thank you so much, Christy, for filling in for yes. Jack. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thanks assistance. for listening. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. Yes. Jack, if Let you're listening, ramble. we love you and we miss you. Yes, <laughs> and uh, hopefully you're not because you haven't played the game yet. Oh, oh crap. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah, that's why I was enjoy. I was a... Uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I joined, yeah, because I did indirectly play it. Mm. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Jack, you can never listen to this episode until he finishes. Yeah, the game. until you play the game, then you can find out our conversation, and then maybe we'll do I don't know, like a bonus episode thoughts. So yeah, mm. speaking of which, check out that Patreon. We got bonus episodes up there oh, for yeah. as little as one buck a month. One buck. You a can month. Uh, hear all our bonus content. We have, we got up there. We got 
we talked about Control, which is a game that I started replaying again recently Ooh. and started playing the DLC for. So you can check that out. We've talked about what, like Inception, Star Wars, Star Wars all the goodies, uh, Interstellar, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, go check it out. It's so, a lot like this episode where we just talk about culture and pop culture stuff mm-hmm. and read yeah. into it. So for sure. Woo. All right, I think it's time to sign off, everybody. All right, love you guys. Bye.